0: Good morning and welcome to the Product of IT Cybersecurity Daily number 309. It is Tuesday, February 23rd, 2021. I'm your host, Scott Kumbar. And what is the cost to paying the ransom? This podcast is brought to you by nuagetech, Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at nuagetech.com. That's N-W-A-J Tech Alright, good morning. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to another episode of the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily. Shouldn't be surprised that we're recording again, should you. you listen to this, if you could like share comment to review, that would be spectacular. And if you're in a HIPAA compliant business, you can go to Facebook and or LinkedIn type get HIPAA compliance into the search and join the group. So let's jump into the news for today. First up, uh, some good news, I suppose, for on Bleepy Computer being reported pretty much anywhere where Microsoft News is reported. Microsoft Word for Windows is finally getting predictive typing. We've seen this before. You've seen this when you're typing out stuff in Google and and, uh, even in Outlook. Now it's available. It will be available. In Microsoft Word for Windows, coming to a Word processor program created by Microsoft called Word beginning March so next month so that's good news for you guys and threat post assume Clubhouse conversations are being recorded researchers warned to breaches of the audio based social media app reinforce privacy and security concerns and nearly a year old the invitation only audio based social media platform Clubhouse is grappling with security issues on multiple fronts. As with any other scenario where something grows rapidly, then you face security. We saw this with Zoom last year, Well, Clubhouse is now exploding. And here they are faced with security concerns. The concern was that somebody managed to essentially place the recording, place recordings of Clubhouse rooms on their own third-party website. And um, that would, You know, that's not the premise of Clubhouse. It's not supposed to happen. So now now there are concerns for security. There's also, part of the article says there's concerns similar to TikTok, where TikTok said it didn't share any user data with Chinese government. But in the case of both TikTok and Clubhouse, we all know that if Chinese government really wants something, they'll get it. So you have that. Speaking of China, Chinese hackers hijacked NSA linked hacking tool report. This is the, the report. This is on um, Threat Post as well. This is a very lengthy article, so I'm not going to go into it. It is a, actually a podcast. APT31, a Chinese affiliated threat group, copied a Microsoft Windows exploit previously used by the Equation Group. Said researchers, new research has found evidence that a Chinese affiliated threat group has hijacked a hacking tool previously used by the Equation Group, which has been tied to the US National Security Agency that we all know as NSA. The tool in question dubbed GN, J-I-A-N, is used to exploit a local privilege escalation flaw in Windows known as CVE 2017-0005. So this is an exploit going back uh, four years now. The exploit was previously discovered and linked to APT31. However, new research by Checkpoint Research released Monday found that APT31 had actually stolen and copied the exploit from the equation group. Again, the equation group tied to the NSA. So that's interesting, there's a podcast, or you could just read the transcript of that podcast on ThreatPost. Also ThreatPost, TDOS attacks take aim at emergency first responder services. So maybe you haven't heard about TDOS. TDOS is telephony denial of service. And so instead of distributed denial of service or just a denial of service attack, we now have telephony denial of service. Um, So the emergency first responder services, you know, things like uh, uh, ambulance and, and fire and police are getting hit with TDOS attacks. Again, that's telephony denial of service attacks, meaning their phones won't work. They're being flooded with junk calls. Um, and that is making it so that real emergencies are not being addressed. One suggestion for the public is to know the non-emergency phone numbers just in case you are trying to call 911 and it is not available. You can also sign up for automated emergency notifications from from your locale so in other words um, local news might be able to help you out with that and so forth Uh, but don't rely just on 911 because of that. TDOS um, issue on Yahoo parents alerted to nursery cam security breach a webcam system that lets parents drop in and watch their children while at nursery school has written to families to tell them of a data breach nursery cam said it did not believe the incident had involved any youngsters or staff being watched without their permission but had shut down the server as precautionary measure the Guildford, Guildford Guildford with a D G-U-I-L-D-F-O-R-D, and I'm stressing that because we have a Guilford, Connecticut that doesn't have a D in the middle. Based company told the BBC, so this is obviously a UK based company, its service was used by about 40 nurseries across the UK. It said it had also notified the ICO, which is the Information Commission's office in UK, and um, says that it became aware of the incident shortly after 5 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time on Friday. Firm said a loophole in the system had been used to obtain data from parents viewing accounts, including username, password names, and email addresses. So that's um, that's a little problematic, obviously. Uh, but again, I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that weak passwords and and reusing passwords and usernames probably plays into that. So we've all heard of the problems in Texas, post snowstorm and uh, Arctic blast. Well, now the Texas electric company is warning people that scammers are threatening to cut power. So in other words, they're showing up, personating the electric company and saying that they're going to cut your power off unless you pay fictitious overdue bills. And so it's important that if you're not sure, and I mean, this happens all the time, but now people are taking advantage of uh, of a dire situation in Texas it's it's improved since the weekend but still an issue this is Austin Energy sending out the warning and here's here's how to identify and protect themselves or yourselves from such scam attempts customers are advised to take the following measures if you get a call thank the caller and hang up never call a number left in a voicemail text or email instead if you're worried contact the utility company directly using the number on your bill or on the company's website verify if the message came from them if you get a call out of the blue and the caller claims you have to pay a past due bill or your services will be shut off never give banking information over the phone and that should really apply to anything to pay your bill over the phone always place the call to a number you know is legitimate utility companies don't demand payment information by email text or phone and they won't force you to pay by phone as your only option if the caller tells you to pay as gift card cash reload card Money transfer, cryptocurrency—it's a scam every time, no matter what they say. So those are good tips because those apply to not just this scenario, but to really anything uh, that's out there. They're not—you know—companies are not going to call and demand payment like that um, with gift cards and cryptocurrency and things like that. They, thats just not how they work. Um, also on Bleeper Computer, Global Acelion a-C-C-E-L-L-I-O-N, data breaches linked to CLOP, ransomware gang. We told you about this yesterday as another business uh, came forward and said they were a victim of this ransomware attack. Well, now, we're, now we know it's a ransomware attack because it is CLOP, or not GLOP, CLOP, sorry. We told you yesterday that Kroger said that they were also a victim of this attack. So here's a list of the companies that are involved. Uh, Kroger again, Singtel, Q-I-M-R, Berghofer, Medical Research Institute, Reserve Bank of New Zealand, Australian Securities and Investments Commission, and Office of Washington State Auditor. It does say there's more than a dozen victims to this. So, um, there will be more. Oh, here, here's more. Technical Services Company, ABS Group, Law Firm Jones Day, Fortune 500 Science and Technology Corporation, Geo Geodata Specialist, Fogro, and University of Col- Colorado. Um, so the CLOP ransomware attack is behind this. Celion says that, says there were 300 customers using its legacy 20-year-old file transfer appliance. Of these customers, less than 100 were victims of the attacks from CLOP and FIN 11, and that less than 25% to have suffer, appear to have suffered significant data loss. So that means we're talking about maybe two dozen companies here. And finally, in some HIPAA news, ransom paid to recover health care data stolen in cyber attack on an online storage vendor. The protected health information of 29,982 patients of Laguna Hills, California-based provider of medical and surgical eye care services has potentially been stolen in a cyber attack on its online storage vendor. On June 15th, Harvard Eye Associates was informed by its storage vendor that hackers had gained access to the vendor's computer system and exfiltrated data is not clear whether files were encrypted to prevent access. However, a ransom demand was issued for the return of the stolen data. So now the question is, are they just foregoing the data encryption and just stealing your data now? The storage vendor consulted with cybersecurity experts and the FBI and took the decision to pay the ransom demand. The hackers returned the stolen data and provided assur- assurances that no copies of the data had been made and that there had been no further disclosures of the stolen information. The cybersecurity experts engaged by the security vendor, have been monitoring the internet and darknet and have not found any evidence to suggest the stolen data has been sold or leaked online. An investigation into the breach revealed the hackers first gained access to its computer systems in October on October twenty-fourth of twenty twenty. The types of patient information potentially obtained by the hackers included patient names, addresses, phone numbers, email addresses, dates of birth, medical histories, health insurance information, medications, and information about treatment provided. Harvard Eye Associates. Harvard Eye Associates provides billing and other administrative services to Alicia Surgery Center in Laguna Hills which requires access to the types of data previously mentioned. Alicia Surgery Center patients were also affected by the security incident. It is currently unclear how many patients of Alicia Surgery Center have been affected. Harvard Eye Associates and Alicia Surgery Center explain in their website breach notices that affected individuals are being notified and offered complimentary credit monitoring and identity theft protection services. So here's the thing. First of all, they, um, they became aware in January 15th, the uh, breach occurred on October 24th. So that is only four months ago. Um, almost to the day now. Four months is not a lot of time and dark web time. There is a really good possibility that the data was it was probably returned but there's no guarantee and this is why some businesses are are not paying the ransom and there's no indication of how much the ransom was either but they they're not paying the ransom because they don't there's no guarantee that the attackers will destroy any any of the data that they have they could wait months and years before they decide they're going to put it for sale on the dark web they could sell it to someone without anybody even knowing. There's just so many things that could go wrong. Uh, so the cost would be you pay the ransom, and they still have your data, and they're still going to use it for something nefarious, or they're just going to sell it to make even more money. You've paid the ransom, and you've also painted a target on you because now other attackers are going to say, "Oh, okay, they they're willing to pay the ransom." You know, have they identified the the issue? you know what caused the attack and I don't know is the ransomware attack obviously well ransomware we don't know if they were actually hit with ransomware but a ransomware attack and if they paid the ransom that means they were not prepared to recover it from any backups they were not prepared to uh, mitigate the risk whatever the risk was Um, so there's a lot there to digest and if they're not addressing the, the real issue then they're more than likely going to be targeted again. And if it was a phishing attack or something of that nature, and they haven't addressed that, then they're going to have problems. Uh, Unpatched server, unpatched software, all of these things are concerns. So the real cost is going to be a lot higher than whatever the ransom was, if they're not addressing the real issues at hand here. Um, That is going to do it for this edition of the product of IT Cybersecurity Daily. So until tomorrow, stay healthy, stay safe, and stay secure.